imagine stirring a pot with no spoon. That's what we do. We stir the pot with no spoon. <laughs> <laughs> You're now tuned into Mike Check Your Life Check, my check, waifu, waifu, King Teliano, is that you? Nah, you can just call me the, the, the what is it, the spoonless pot stirrer. <laughs> this is episode one forty three. I might check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by our friends at Lou Complex. Make sure to go to lucomplex.com and use that offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. Shout out to Lou Complex and that. Oh my god, that new drop they just dropped, the special edition shirt. So live, bro. So live. I'm gonna have to holler at him and get that shirt. But um this is episode 143 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. This is a very special episode. Um, and I can't wait to discuss it a little bit further. But first, I must thank our Patreon producers. Our Patreon producers are what keeps the lights on. They support us at a very high tier on Patreon, and we can't thank you enough. They get access to early access to the Patreon and any video versions of any content that we put out first before it goes live for everybody else. Shout out to y'all, the Patreon producers. Aaron Brown, AB, thank you so much. Dre the Goat G, bro, thank you. We Dre is out in Houston, by the way, so we gotta we gotta link up with him. Johnny from Animated Political Podcast. That podcast is extremely dope. Make sure y'all check them out. Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast just dropped a new episode there. They're amazing. Explicitly, one of our favorite guys, the the backbone to our layouts you see here spring coming up soon monique williams also our backbone tells wife <laughs> and nachi nachi is an incredible person man i hope your family's doing okay thank you so much for supporting us for so many episodes we appreciate you so very much um episode 143 is special this is the re three introductions or the introductions of mike check waifu waifu so from time to time what we do is we take the time to acclimate our new listeners because we prefer them not to go back to episode one to be 100% honest with you (laughs) but I digress these episodes are special because they're for us for our new listeners to get to know us as hosts and we do it in many different ways we talk about our top 10 list we talk about our top five list we're doing another list this time but it's it's extremely special I'm looking forward to doing it but before we get into our reintroductions for the third time like I said this is the time where we we introduce ourselves. We do something different every time. So make sure you check out the previous introduction episodes to find out a little bit more about us. And this is something that's going to be completely fresh to you guys. But I do want to say there are many other podcasts within our group, our circle, that we are very thankful to know and to have the pleasure of sharing this space with. They are incredible people. So if you like my check waifu waifu, make sure you check out Blanime Podcast. They're on a comeback right now from a hiatus, but they're an incredible podcast, one of our favorites. The Wonder of Ivy or the Wonder of Anime, she's absolutely incredible, one of our favorite people to talk to. We did an interview with her. Check out that episode. She's a great, great interviewer, one of the best. Anime After Dark or Regeneration Podcast with Anime After Dark. They do that in collaboration with Blanime sometimes. So make sure you guys check them out as well. Um, Moody, who is a cosplay influencer. She's a fantastic, fantastic host of spaces. She has many different spaces that she holds, mainly featuring prominently ladies who 
are in the anime community and, and just do different things like that. It's an awesome space. Make sure you check them out. Johnny or the Anime Lytical 27 members. <laughs> We appreciate y'all so much for the support that y'all always give us. Y'all are a fantastic podcast. Keep doing what y'all do. Kent the Pro, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal dude. Like what he does is incredible because he does music round tables. He he don't just cover anime, he covers a bunch of geek culture stuff. He's amazing. And then I'm no, I'm missing a lot of people. And anime lately, uh black anime is on the comeback. Like there's so many people that I want to thank, but also a very special thanks to the uh the homie rob or dad needs to talk podcast he does it solo for the most part but he incredible book reviewer incredible just content all around so he's also new and only come up so make sure you guys check him out he's a dope dude very dope very dope team of people i'm sure i'm getting a mega podcast is incredible too you want to talk about quality giant shooty robots with our boy ash I got a I got a message for Ash and I'm gonna need him <laughs> to help us later on in the episode, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Um but yeah, getting a mecca by Jamal is, is phenomenal too. So I just wanted to take the time to get that out of the way and just say thank you all for just, you know, supporting us. But make sure you go check them out as well. They're just incredible people that I think everybody should give a chance to. Um and if we can, we're gonna always try to share that that love. Always, 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 no matter what. Yeah, in the mind of the blur as well. Oh, inside the mind of a blur with the crew. No, they're they're great. Inside the mind of the blur is one of some of my favorite people as well too. Um, which is also featuring one of a, a constant contributor, Crystal. I love her. She's great. Um, all right. Now, with that out of the way, I don't think I took a breath once. Let me take a sip of my drink. He got that extra uh, strong, extra dry. Uh, Canada drugs. No, I just I got I got some ginger ale with zero sugar, man. I'm 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 eliminating the sugar from my life. That's what I'm trying That's to not do. The one that say bold on it. No, it's not bold. Bold is a heart attack. It's just zero sugar. Okay, okay. I, I like that though. Getting the sugar out your life. Yeah. You need a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, just a, just a little bit. Not a, like the natural sugars that come in my my food, mostly like fruits and stuff. All right, well, good good moves. So, this is the reintroduction, bro. I guess we start off with that, man. Let's tell the people who we are. Tell you want to go first. Uh, my name is Leon. Hello. <laughs> I know no, you no. for twenty some odd years. You talking about your name, Leon? Where all I right, been? Right. Hey, <laughs> chill. <laughs> uh, my name is Montel. You can call me Tell. It's T E L L E, not T E L L. But I take it however y'all give it because y'all don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it nonetheless. Um, my mom calls me Teliano, thus that's how I came up with my name, King Teliano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I've been drawing since third grade. I got an anime probably before that with like Ronin Warriors and Pokemon and a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I'm a I'm a big anime fan, and I was watching anime heavy before we got into this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a little bit heavier than a lot of my other friends. Um, Funny side note, one of my college roommates, I got him so into anime that he binged uh, somewhere between like a hundred oh, yeah. episodes of Naruto in a weekend. That was amazing. Yeah, I love that story. Yeah, he literally had like two spoons side by side. That's amazing. An episode and a, a next episode. It was stupid. But yeah. Uh yeah, been big anime fan for years. Uh I ain't gonna talk about how I met Polo yet, but yeah, just just, that's just a little bit about me. Artist, dad, personal trainer, anime fan, uh, 
lover, not a fighter, but I will fight. Uh, <laughs> Definitely yeah. will fight. <laughs> Don't get that twisted. Right. Dope, man. Dope. Yeah. So, I mean, you can follow him on Twitter at King Teliano, by the way, and on on all social media at King Teliano. And I'm I'm Polo. I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I am a video game nerd, anime nerd. I'm also a Twitch streamer, which I'm coming back to streaming on Twitch soon. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I do spend a lot of time only watching anime. Like, I've been doing that since f- fucking day. If I'm not playing a video game, I'm watching anime. Since the fourth grade. It was always either video games or uh, anime. Um, I'm 30 years old. My, uh, my name is actually Tajay. So, for those of you that don't know, my real name is Tajay. Uh... I'm from Cleveland, Ohio as well. Um, we both live in Houston. We both moved down to Houston. So we're both here living it up, living our best life. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about me. I'm a former photographer as well. I could do some photography. Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and that's really it, to be honest. There ain't really much about me that don't nobody else already know. I got a dog. My, his name is Saber, who's actually laying directly next to me. Um, he's a husky. Love him to death. Fantastic dog. And but yeah, I'm also like the video editor of the the podcast video. Until is the video editor of our trailers. So if you ever see that on our Twitter, that's that's who do it. Um, yeah. But I mean, with that out the way, thanks for getting to know us. Uh, I am also a lover of slice of life. So I'm the slice of life expert on this podcast. Tell is the pretty much everything else. <laughs> On this podcast. I'm getting in the slice of life. He got me in the slice of life. Yeah, but he's definitely digging in the slice of life uh, suitcase. So I'm loving that. And if you want a manga reader, I'm the manga reader of yes, this group. Yes, like the, the heavy I'm manga reader. On, on stuff like One Piece. I just don't talk about it on the timeline or anything like that. Goat. Just, you know. You're the goat. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's pretty much it with the basic introductions. Now, thank y'all so much for listening to us. This podcast goes live every, every Tuesday at 9 30 a.m. EST or CST. Um, I actually confirmed that it is CST. So the episode does go live every 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 Tuesday. We don't haven't missed it. We missed one Tuesday in our entire time of recording. That's why this is at 143 episodes, and it's only been what almost three years. So yeah, we 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 are very consistent. We cover seasonal anime, so everything seasonal we cover it. We talk different seasonal anime. Hence the video change. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, the seasons change, then the anime change. Then we change. I love that pen, by the way. Um, <laughs> we are. Uh, we also are going to have different short form content on our YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Different videos discussing anime in great detail that we don't discuss here in detail. I'm looking forward to all y'all joining us on this ride. There's been a huge influx of listeners, and we can't thank y'all enough for rocking with us. Like that means the world to us that you even consider listening to this podcast. Um, but without further ado, let's get into the real reason why we're here. With this reintroduction, we are going to be ranking our top three anime into five in five different genres. It is five genres, right? Yeah. Uh, one, so our, our top three of five different genres. Yes, that's it. Top three of five different genres. So the genres we're going to make our top five in are Mecha, which I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to call for Ash, aka Giant Ro- Shooty Robot Podcast, to uh, critique. Our ranking of our mecha anime because we don't have a very wide range of mecha anime in our, under our belt. So we're gonna call on you, Ash, to, to give us your thoughts on that. Slice of life. Obviously, we're gonna have that one in there. Isekai. 
obviously we're going to have that in a real big Isekai fan podcast here. Shonen, which is we're going to talk about the qualifications of that a little bit later. And horror, which is something that is also not really that heavy in our wheelhouse, but we want it to be. We just need more of it. But we're going to rank those. (laughs) Now, before we get into this, we obviously know that there are so many different anime that falls into all of these categories at the same time. There's fucking Shonen that falls in the Slice of Life. There's Mecha that falls in the Isekai. There's just so much different shit that just falls under one category. But what we're going to do is we're going to take the generalized thoughts of these. So, for instance, for example, Shonen, like when we say Shonen, we know everything that we probably are saying that's in the isekai that's in the mecca or probably falls under that shonen category as well but what we're doing is we're taking that and we're just kind of limiting it to let's, let's call it mainstream if you will so like the main focused the, or the most the most popular stuff we're gonna consider that to be the shonen category um slice of life again that's going to include romance comedy school like it's just going to include all of that into one um same with isekai so it's obviously just somebody getting teleported to another world. So that's all we're going to use that as our basis. And then Mecca, everybody knows what that it means. And then horror, everybody knows what that means. Um, without further ado, let's do further, brother. Let's start with, before we get into that, though, I got to ask this before we actually start, though. Why am I, I'm tripping. I'm fucking up the podcast original layout. What is your episode of the week, Montel? <laughs> Eighty-six. <laughs> I don't even know why I had to ask, but I had to ask. That's what we do on this podcast. Episode of the week this week is obviously at eighty-six. It was episode eleven of eighty-six. <sighs> I can't wait to get to spoiler talk, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable! If you haven't watched eighty-six, watch eighty-six. Okay, we even have an episode dedicated to that. Watch eighty-six. I wish it was episode 86, but <laughs> <laughs> true. Man. No, nah, but that episode was something else, bro. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. I mean, without a question, it's obviously my episode of the week as well. Hard to say anything else at this point. Um, even though my my dress up darling again hit. Another really good episode. Fucking fire. Um All right, man. Let's see. What what genre do you want to start off with first, my bro? Uh I feel like we we often dabble in Isekai, so let's start with that, bro. Oh, good move, good move, good move. Uh, this is uh this is actually the easier one for me. What about you? I had an issue with number three. That's only because there was so many. I, I that was in my mind, like oh, I could put something here, I could put this here, and I was like, oh, but I really need to put this here because it don't get enough talk. But then I'm like. But that's not being true to myself specifically. Mm, mm. So number three was hard for me because it was some stuff that was like, if I don't put it, I got to have honorable mentions. But I'm trying not to have honorable mentions, so you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's but what, yeah. I got my, I got my three here. What's your three? Uh, let's start off with the one that was that gave me the hardest time. Uh, my third, my third place was Sword Art Online. Interesting. Uh, it, we, we know Moody ain't gonna like that. <laughs> it was hard to fucking put there, bro. But it was because there was so much stuff I wanted to put there, like Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash, because I think Grimgar, as a short-term series, I enjoyed it more for, like, the short-term. Mm-hmm. But as as a long-term, like, something to indulge in, I just think Sword Art just had more content to, ta- to have. Mm. <sighs> so that was hard for me. What's your three, bro? Oh, man, number three for me. You know, I said it was easy, but now you're making it hard because Sword Art isn't my number three. 
crazy to think about because I fucking love that show. Yeah, I get it. I, I believe me. I, I entirely get it. It was so much stuff I wanted to put there. Yeah. And this is crazy because I'm going to have to go with something more recent. And it's uh, a. <laughs> Jobless Reincarnation? Yeah. I fuck with it. I like that. That's exactly I, it. That's another one that, that had me struggling because I also wanted to do like Jobless Reincarnation. And I was thinking Reincarnated as a slime. That I was thinking so that too. It. Yeah. It was, it, it. it was between those two. But for number three for me, it's Jobless Reincarnation. Good guess, man. Number two. Uh, my number two is, I know it's not on Polo's list, but this is one of my favorites of all time and mm. always has been. Talk to me. No Game, No Life. Mm, damn. I my, love No Game, No Life. My tell with No Game, No Life. Interesting. I, you know, I've always, ever since I watched this, I, I, I was big yeah. on No Game, No Life. That's, I just wish there was more other than that movie. Yeah, it was. It's a great show. I still just have a problem with that relationship, bro. I just can't. Hey, hey, look, I I entirely agree. That relationship is mad suspect. But the <laughs> anime is so fire. Yeah, if you took if you took that part out, like that that just that 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 context of that relationship, mm-hmm. and then watch everything else develop, that anime is like almost it's perfect. Be- it's beautifully animated. Soundtrack is. I'm not gonna say the soundtrack is a ten, but it's like a a solid like eight. Um, probably you can probably slide it higher. Some <laughs> of the moments in there was just so good. Phenomenal. And, and the story leading up to that ending, I was like, yo, this is great when I'm getting season two and you just don't get it. <laughs> and you just don't get it, bro. That's the problem. You just don't get it. Uh, I mean, for number two is easy. Um, it's Grimgar. A fantasy mm-hmm. and ash for me. I mean, everybody probably knew that if you've listened to me before. Grimgar is one of my favorite isekais because Grimgar offers something that no isekai does, and that's the realism of a non-combative motherfucker, like just a regular-ass teenage kid getting transported to another world where there's goblins, where there's shit that you have to worry about, and you have to level up. You're a level one character in a video game being transported, and you have to fight for your life. That realism in that show is so special the fucking character the dynamics the dub is incredible which is rare the fucking just art style is one of the most beautiful shows you would ever see and then the music man i can't stress enough how good the music is on grimgar fantasy and ash it evokes the emotion that the characters are depicting and again when i speak on that dub i speak on that dub from a from a from a place where i've seen them both when we reviewed it i watched them both they're both just as good as the other and that is hard to find nowadays. Very, very, very hard to find. And when I say the emotion that was brought out by one of my favorite uh, dub voice actors, um, Ricardo, I think his name is Ricardo Fiaggio or something like that. I, I forget it. I digress. But he's the, the dub voice actor for Lamillion, for those of you who are familiar with My Hero. he's a The emotion he had during that show is incredible. And you feel it. I enjoy that show so very much. Outside of the the lack of a second season or continuation bro the only issue i have with fantasy of grimgar and ash is the fact that it, it could literally if someone told me it was a number one i wouldn't be upset yeah, it's 100%. just it's, it's honestly the issue is that it's kind of just really too fucking good yeah and doesn't, doesn't not, get talked about enough and it's just not enough it, they don't it's just not it's like it wasn't the end but it was the end you know and that sucks and, and that that's the only that's on that's really like the only negative about it because like that the way it ends and you know there's just not more to come leaves a bad taste in your mouth but it doesn't really leave a bad taste in your mouth because it was just so fucking good yeah absolutely Whew. 
with that being said, tell what was your number one, brother? <laughs> I feel like my number one is easy. It's easy. Uh, so I easy. don't know what Polos is, but mine is ReZero. Of course. <laughs> it's our number one anime of all time. She's just so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you haven't watched ReZero, watch ReZero. It's both of our number one. Spoiler yeah. alert. And it was before season two came out. It was in both of our top five. Easily. I think it was in our top three without us even talking to each other about it beforehand. At all. Which is a very interesting thing to have happen, to be honest, because I never would have thought because we didn't even we didn't even have we talked about it pretty much before that. We never talked about ReZero before that. That's fucking crazy. We're insane. I mean, but we both watched uh, we both watched Grim Grind. We never talked about that before that either. That's true. That's true. And then we did the review. Oh man, there's there are some episodes that you should go back and listen to. The Grim Grind Fantasy Nash review is one of them. I love that. If you check uh, mycheck.com slash review reviews, I think I think I put it with S on it. Mycheck.com slash mycheck slash reviews. You can see all of the stuff. Most of the stuff we reviewed. And it links to the episode directly, so check that out. Um, yeah, I mean, with with that being said, Isekai is done. Okay, I love y'all, love love all of those Isekais like from the bottom of my heart. It was I didn't it didn't get hard until tell missing Sao because I forgot about it because <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like so so much good stuff. But Jobless Reincarnation definitely get that spot for me. So before we move on to the next genre, I would like to throw in a question from Twitter. We do ask questions from time to time. So if you follow us on Twitter at MyCheckWaifu, we will read your question on the air. We uh, we, we get some great questions. So if y'all can top some of these questions we got this week, man, power to you because these people are incredible. We even got a new follower who asked us two questions. So the first question I want to start off with, with is from Johnny himself from Anime Analytical. He says, question, who is your absolute favorite anime character and then he says who is your anime best friend what great questions your absolute favorite anime character so I know who my favorite is um and shit I don't know who my favorite is (laughs) um this is a tough one when I think of like my favorite anime characters, I think of three, right? Okay, but only give one. Of, no cheat. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna tell you who I'm gonna put at number one. Okay. But okay. I think of three. My three I think of is uh, Edward Elric, Yato from Noragami, mm-hmm. and fucking Iki Kurgane from Shiriva Fell Night. So who's your name? This is what Tell do. Let me give y'all. Let me give y'all. Let me <laughs> I struggle. I struggle. That's tell, what I do. Tell cheats, man. When we ask for one thing, he gives honorable mentions. He gives, but he, but this, but this, he kills right. me. Who, okay. Which one uh, of those are your is your number one? Good. Remember, you can you can put one of them as your best friend too. So no, because none of them are best friend. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, Edward Elric mm. for my favorite anime character, and my best friend is uh, Hachimon. <laughs> That's funny because Hachimon is my favorite anime character of all time. For sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so funny. And then my best friend is gonna be Subaru, man. I, if 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 ever I could help him in the situation, he has the most character growth I've seen in anime in a very long time. 
um, I think Subaru is gonna be the best friend, and then Hachiman is my favorite anime character of all time. It's just a fucking one of the best protagonists I think I've seen ever. Um, agree. To be He's honest, <laughs> I mean since Edward. So like, yeah, that's that's a tough one. All right, so let's get into another question before we slide into the next genre, shall we? Because we we got quite a few, so I want to make sure we make it through all of them. One of the new newer followers of my check waifu waifu. His name is Huey Huey TJ two at on Twitter. He says at my check waifu waifu anime that you love. Now here's the, here's the thing. It's a rated E for everyone. So an anime that you love that's rated E for everyone, and an anime that you love that's top tier but not safe for kids. And then he also says favorite water bottle brands. I'm gonna start off with the favorite water bottle brands, and this isn't no bougie shit. I just love the way it tastes in this Fiji. Uh, what's that? Damn, because we always got Essentia. Essentia. Okay, okay. Yes. You know what's funny? Water does taste different, bro. It just does. It taste does. It, it, <laughs> I'm telling you, and we—I didn't really figure it out until Monique was on her second pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We started drinking a bunch of different water and it was like different alkaline waters, different regular waters and some of that shit don't nah, be tasting bro. good, bro. Nope. Like if you drink Dasani, you're a demon. A whole demon, bro. <laughs> Who drinks Nestle water? <laughs> yeah. I taste the grass in my throat just thinking about it. <laughs> he said, uh, anime that you love, an anime that's ready to eat for everyone and a top tier that's not safe for kids. Man, what a great question. This is probably the hardest question I've had because I don't know if I watched any anime that's, that's safe for kids. You watch anime that's safe for kids. Let's see. Yes. The one that's not safe for kids, I got one in my mind. But uh, one, one anime I love that's ready to eat for everyone would be... Uh... No. <laughs> it's tough, man. Remake Our Life. Yeah, no, yeah, that that absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna go with that too because remake our life is, just, I think, really the only one I know is really safe for kids because everything else is just involves so much death that I've watched and, and uh, etchiness. And then uh, one that's not safe, I'm gonna go with a classic for me personally. Is this anime good? I don't remember. Did I enjoy watching the apps of fucking Luli? I did. And that's going to be Freezing. Okay. Freezing is an edgy anime. Very edgy anime. That is, uh, that's fun. That's really fun. Not really fun. It's kind of dramatic, actually. It's kind of intense, too. But, yeah, it's definitely not safe for kids, though. I'll tell you that much. Well, I'm going to go with something that's a little bit more, uh, it looks kid-friendly, but when you get into it, it's not at all. Um, <laughs> Made in Abyss. Oh, shit. <sighs> Bro. Because it's gonna it, it's gonna look super kid friendly, and then you're gonna get this, you're gonna get into into the the heat of it, mm-hmm. and realize that you know bleeding from every part of your body isn't really kid friendly. No, not even close, man. <laughs> not even close. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Good question, man. I appreciate you, Huey. Thanks for joining us, bro. I hope you uh hope you enjoy the podcast. Um. Should I do one more? No, we're good. Next, let's do the next genre. 
right, I chose either guy, bro. What you, what you choosing? Oh shit. Um, let's do horror, actually. Okay. I think that's the next one we should go into now. Uh, horror for me, my number three horror. Mattel's gonna be upset with this, but I have to. At number, th- at number three for me is Parasite of the Maximum. That's number first. Three. That's number first three. of all. I ain't. I'm not mad at you because you put it there in the first place. I didn't even think it was gonna be on your list. The fact that you thought that irritates me because <laughs> that anime is great. <laughs> I'm not saying minus this is not. minus the end, but you know. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I just didn't think it was gonna be on your list. Mm. I was thinking like Polo got some other stuff he's gonna slide in there that's gonna be real good. Mm. Me, Parasite the Maxim made it just because of the soundtrack. Mm. <laughs> it's literally my favorite anime soundtrack. My number three is a uh, Miracle Chan. Um, oh, okay. The one from last year. It is very is it's not wow, crazy. Is that good though? It it I just I just vibe with it because it's wild actually. Mm. <laughs> if you, I, I, we talked about this before. I am not a very religious person, but I do believe that energy can't be destroyed, so some things just can't be explained, etc. I just think it's it's a cool concept for anime, and it it was really good. In a, lot of, in a lot of ways. Do I think it was the best? No, but it was good, especially for last year. For something that was, I would have put it as my sleeper if I if I had known it was going to be like this. You blew me back with that one. I wasn't expecting it. Interesting. Okay, okay. So I, I am going to say this. Main Abyss is in this category for some reason. It, yes, it's kind of horror, but I'm not going to I'm not going to put that in this category for me personally. So keep that in mind when you're listening to this, because if that's the fucking case, this motherfucker will be number one. And that's just point blank for me, obviously. But I'm not going to put it in this category for me personally. For me personally, this is Polo. Now, my number two is an anime that fucking blew my mind when I watched it. Blew me all the way back. Wasn't expecting it at all. And that's the future diary. I don't know what I was expecting when I went into it, but all I saw was mystery and I'm like oh mystery huh okay all right turned it on one day when um the site that shall not be na- wait I could say the site that shall not be named because it's gone now kiss anime was up I turned it on on kiss anime and um yeah I was like what the fuck am I even getting myself into it blew me back one of the craziest weirdest side characters or main pseudo main characters with that chick I fucking Jesus I'm sorry she's fucking weird and I'm talking about you know for those of you that don't know she's the main female character she's insane absolutely insane so well a great show very 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 fucking creepy my number two is Elf and Lie oh classic I forgot about Elf and Lie that's another good yeah. one oh, it's, it's and I, I personally don't think it's scary but like Could definitely it's, horror, it's though. very like gore horror kind of thing mm-hmm. like it's a lot of blood and but it is definitely still horror it doesn't have to necessarily be scary to be horror but it's it still definitely horror for sure elephant line is different bro she <laughs> 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 get up and start walking through that motherfucker and get blasted with an 800 million book anyway <laughs> i'm not gonna go into it too much but um what's this number one yeah number one bro uh, number one for me is when I talk about it all the time and I think more people should watch. Is it that good? I don't remember, to be honest with you, but the impact that it left on me as far as this genre goes, it left the biggest impact for me. And it's another. 
Oh. Another left the biggest impact for me when it came to horror anime. It's definitely um I don't again, I don't remember if it was good or bad. I just remember watching him like, whoa shit, and actually getting scared, essentially, at some parts. Again, I don't know why. Came out in 2012. I had to watch it around that time. Don't know why, but it definitely freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, and and Polo already said my number one uh, being Parasite the Maxim. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's one of those like body horror animes where it's because of the yeah. body and stuff like that. But first of all, Parasite the Maxim came out at a time when I was heavy into my my EDM music, rap mm. <laughs> music because the whole album is fucking fire and that. that <laughs> um, but also, it came out in a time when like I was very into researching you know weird stuff like parasites and shit and how they affect the brain yeah it is perfect i was like god okay this is good i like this it was on it point took, it took you down a life of research for sure i was down i went down the rabbit hole on youtube instantly wow okay okay so i i figured we get those two i'm glad we got those two out the way um horror was kind of easy for me I, every time I saw Made in Abyss, it kept making me mad though, because I'm like, I don't know if this belongs in horror, but it definitely should. It could, you know what I mean? When you, yeah, when you, it's, it's not everything is horror in there, but there are a couple of scenes in there that's definitely horror. Horrifying, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like the, I can't remember his name, but the dude in the black who true did the thing. True, yeah. And even, even the, the, the. Uh, the 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 teacher lady oh when they made it to that certain floor the yep. shit she was doing was horrifying yep it was like episodes that was like horror based it seemed yeah because that that episode actually had me more scared than like what happened with melty 100 percent and melty still killed me though Fucking yeah 100 percent too <laughs> oh man good stuff okay so now two down isekai and horror there's three more to go we have a couple of more questions to get into let's do this this call comes from tk does nothing tk does nothing rocked with his own twitter for a very very long time not sure if he listens i'm pretty sure he listens but tk does nothing thank you so much bro for listening if you do um he asked me did the questions have to be uh anime based and i'm like hell no that's whatever you want he says (laughs) what are your weird food combos or eating habits like for example, spaghetti with jelly, eating cookies with a bowl of milk like cereal. That second one got me. The fuck? Eating cookies with a bowl of milk like cereal? I mean, you just pour the cookies in the milk and you just eat it? I, I've done it once in college with Oreos and it, it, it it's just the cookies are too big. Interesting. It's not reasonable. Because it gets too soggy. And you just yeah. got lumps of cookie and milk. Yeah, it ain't, it's not reasonable. At least not to me. I, I guess if you just want your cookies to just barely touch the milk and you just hurry up and do, do, do. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one thing. But who eats cookies that fast? I don't know. Nobody. I don't know. So I can't, I can't do that. So what is your f- weird food combos, though, or eating habits? Uh, I will eat like... Four grapefruit back to back. <laughs> That's definitely not weird. It's, all right, um, but is the cause for a fucking bunch of anti-acids build up? 
Well, yeah, I do. I normally do it before I go work out because it's really good for pre-workout. It also boosts serotonin in your brain. So if you ever have any kind of depression, eat a grapefruit. Um, <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Uh, and I, I don't suffer from that. But if I did, I would be eating a grapefruit. Um, I, well, I just recently did this. My wife has a taste for graham crackers right now. Okay. Because they had them in the hospital. They was giving her mad graham crackers, right? Um <laughs> And I have marshmallow spread. So I spread marshmallows on there. We had a little Hershey bar. So I broke Hershey bar and made like a little s'mores. But it was like a random. It's not, they not melted nothing. They just random. I'm still waiting for the weird part, bro. I don't know, bro. <laughs> You're not a weird eater at all. You ain't got nothing. No weird combos. Uh, uh, Ritz crackers and peanut butter. That's normal too. Uh, Monique just earlier they said it was fucking weird. That is <laughs> definitely know. not. They they sell those. They're they're like Ritz peanut butter crackers. I don't know, bro. <laughs> um, go, I, go go come back to me. All right, for me, whew, I'm a big fan of different hot sauces. So let me think about all the stuff I put hot sauce on. I can put hot sauce on. Used to be able to put hot sauce on pretty much everything. You name it, mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, hot sauce on it. Um, I guess that ain't really that weird either. It's not. <laughs> my mom put hot sauce on everything. My Monique put hot sauce on everything. My kids, hot sauce on everything. <laughs> Bro, I really don't have... Oh, no, I really don't have any weird food combinations either. That's crazy to think about. Because when you think about weird, right? You think about shit that you just be like, whoa. Like he said, spaghetti and jelly. Like, who the fuck doing that? Um. Oh, Polo Polo would think that it's weird What's I that? like pineapples on pizza That's very weird, there you go Pineapples on pizza is a fucking creep thing uh, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that, I appreciate that Yeah, very weird Serial, serial killers do that Um You said serial killers Bro, I'm telling you, I had a uh, A Hawaiian chicken pizza It had like, it had like chicken I guess if the, I don't know how it, ugh, I don't know how it tastes It's probably not that bad Because I love pineapples to death Absolutely I, I can I eat pineapples every day My thing is is Like If Does it is, Does it stand out at all I mean you can taste it For sure But is it like a major You can majorly taste a pineapple I mean it depends. If you go to a place with a shitty pineapple, then probably not. But I normally, I mean, if you get places and they got like real good pineapple that actually tastes sweet, then yeah, you gonna taste the pineapple. Yeah, I can't. But I, I can't do I, that. I can't. If I eat a pizza and the pineapple is like the sour pineapple, I'm throwing the whole pizza away because you don't waste it. You don't fuck up my pizza. I can't. Ugh, just grease on my fruit. Just don't gel with me at all. At all. You like guacamole? I don't. Okay. I hate guac. But you like pasta. I don't actually. Okay. So spaghetti, like, I guess. Yeah. Spaghetti is pasta, so does that count? Tomatoes are fruit. <laughs> if you okay, if I'm gonna go there. <laughs> I'm just Stop it. All right, all right. Um. So I, I don't yeah, know, bro. That's a good one. Though. That's really have the weird food taste. Well, I guess we don't, which is crazy. I I really because I'm I'm really you fucking. You eat coleslaw. I can't eat coleslaw. I guess. That's weird, yeah. Because I know yeah, a lot weird. of I, not a lot of people don't like coleslaw. So there, <laughs> there you go. The only way I'm eating coleslaw is on the Polish boy. We don't really have because I don't really. When I think about it, man, I don't have anything. I'm very picky eater though. Like I, 
I do not. I, I don't like fucking just weird shit that just texture wise don't seem legit to me. I, this Monique thought this was weird too, but I actually don't like my food touching like certain things. Like that's weird. There you go. That's another weird like, thing. I, I can have like my mashed potatoes and like my my corn or my mashed potatoes, and my beans and stuff touching. What a but fucking I don't hypocrite! Want. But you can put your fruit on your pizza. You creep. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like I don't like like my green beans touching my cornbread. Oh like, my god, I, I love like that. My green touching my cornbread. I don't like that. That's crazy. I could I yeah, dip my no, fucking cornbread that. in my green bean juice, bro. Mm-mm. That's like my crazy. Green, like my green beans, my cornbread can't touch it, or else I will throw the cornbread the fuck away. That's wild. <laughs> that is so wild. It cannot be done. Uh, oh, I, here's another weird food combos or eating habit. I don't like Thanksgiving food. At all, period. The I don't only, like turkey. The only thing I like is ham, and maybe some collard greens. I don't like turkey. I don't like cranberry sauce. I hate cranberry um, sauce. I will eat greens. I hate dressing. They're not, my, they're not my favorite. I don't like dressing or stuffing. Yeah, all that um, shit is nasty. Although we we might be the we might almost be the same person. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then macaroni and cheese. I'm kind of real timid on too. To be honest, I, I, I like macaroni and cheese, but it's got to be the right person. There you go. That's it. It got to be. Has to be the right person. Um, no. That's crazy. <laughs> he still got some more questions. It's gonna be a long episode. Hell yeah, it's gonna be a long episode. Okay, so <laughs> he says his next question is: What non-anime property would you give an anime? Good ass question. What non-anime property? Like, what does he mean by not like something? Something not anime related. <clears throat> so it could be a video game. It can be a movie. It can be a TV show. Uh, I mean, the issue is that anime covers so much. Wide spectrum, yes. This is easy yeah. for me. I'm going to go ahead and answer what Till waits for his. But, Burn Notice, man. The greatest TV show of all time, Burn oh, Notice. Wait, wait. We're giving, oh, we're giving a non anime property and anime. So Burn Notice gets anime. Got yes, it. yes, okay, yes. That's, that's not what I was thinking. Um, yes, bro. It's going to be a slice of life. Okay. And it's, 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 sheesh, it's two of them I want to do, but I'm going to do one. That's good about me. Uh, it's going to be. Um, you could do two. This, this ain't a ranking question. All right, bet. Uh, number one would be Haunting of Hill House Ooh. as an anime. I would love a horror anime like that because Haunting Hill House was good. I heard it was I perfect. Love, I haven't seen I it yet. I love the camera work in there alone. Like, bro. Mm. The camera work alone, once you get to like episode like halfway through, because it was like good camera work. But then once you get halfway through and it starts showing you like the real shit that's happening, mm-hmm. camera got real dynamic and like mm. moments, like the way they pan through the room and rotations and shit was on point. I was like, oh, damn. I, I got um, now I gotta watch this shit. And then the other one would be The Good Place, um, which is just about whether or not people find out heaven or not exists. Mm. But it would be a really good slice of life because just the way the story is told is funny as fuck. Dope. What's her name? Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Whatever she is, the funny one. She funny as fuck in that. She just. <laughs> I don't remember Kirsten Dunst being funny. Maybe it's not her. It's probably not her, but it's she. She a blonde. I don't know. Her mm-hmm. name, but yeah, funny as fuck. Good. Good shit. Damn. That's yeah. I think Bernos would be fucking fantastic. Even though it we, could, even though we pseudo got that with uh, <laughs> the assassins gets reincarnated as an aristocrat or whatever the fuck it was. It kind of was that. But I just think mm-hmm. it'll be just so fucking sick to have that the way Burn Notice is animated because they can do some wild shit. Even though on the show he do some wild shit, 
that you would never even think was possible. But his explanations with his monologues are fucking fantastic. It's a great show. Watch Burn Notice if you haven't. All right. And his last, last oh, you know, you got a couple more questions. He says, uh, which creature in anime would you have for a pet? It has to be less sent, sent, sentient than humans. Interesting. Has to be less sentient than humans. What would I have as a pet? Shit. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna fuck around and say uh, let me go ahead and get a uh, Smeargle or yeah, let me get let me get a, let me get a Charmander or a Cyndaquil. Easy, bro. Or give me Smeargle. I'll take Smeargle because it's an art Pokemon and it can cop- copy all their moves. I'll just take that. <laughs> Great answer, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I, this is this one's hard. That's how I felt because less sentient than humans makes it hard. Yes. Um. Fuck. Because I could have just said Pride, like the fucking homunculus. From Easy, bro. <laughs> That's a it's easy to do it like that, you know? <laughs> Fuck. He destroyed me with this question because I don't know. Give me the um give me the cat from my roommate as a cat. Mm-hmm. That that's go that's gonna be the best I got for you, bro. I thought about the, the you know the the dragons, the land dragons from ReZero. But they mm-hmm. say they're super smart, like they think just like people, but mm-hmm. they don't talk because they're dragons. I'm like yeah, that's more. Sentient. That's hard. That's down my. <laughs> that's probably more sentient than the humans. <laughs> to be right. honest. Oh man, and this is a great one. This is a great palate cleanser right here. Top three chips. God damn, it's Mike. Uh, top three chips. Yeah. Um, cool Ranch Doritos. Number three. Yes. Okay. Um, sweet and spicy chili Doritos. Mm-hmm. Number two. But down there, they sell them, but them are my favorites. You're talking and about the purple one, bag. Yep. They definitely do. They do? They sell. I can't find them out here. Target? No. You know what? I'll be going to Walmart. I can go to Target. Oh, God. <laughs> there's your problem. <laughs> hey, Walmart be having all the hood snacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly uh, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, number one would be uh, Cheddar Jalapeno Cheetos. It's crazy because mine's is uh, my number three. My my number three would be jalapeno the Vicky bag of jalapeno uh, kettle chips the Crunch mm-hmm. Boys and boys. Hey, fuck it sound like I love crunching my chips fuck bro listen the kettle joints man fire so good so good that's my number three my number two <laughs> is gonna be regular Doritos I could fuck them up with some with some taco salad meat and you can make a clean taco <laughs> <No>. salad. <laughs> <laughs> you do some not some regular nachos and cheese with those, dipping into some dipping in whatever. And then number one, and I just found this out recently, flaming hot cool ranch Doritos. Yo. <laughs> fucking bang, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> they fucking bang. They're incredible. I just found this out literally this month that they're just as good as they are. Un- unbeatable. I would have said hot fries, but I had to add the, the the kettles. I love hot fries too. Hot fries just I love the the motion of eating hot fries. High key, I would have walked past the flaming hot Cool Ranch Doritos because mm. to me that didn't make sense in my mind. But my wife was like, "I gotta try these," and I was like, "She got them," and I was like, "Let me try them." And I was like, "Let me just go ahead and eat this whole bag real quick." 
<laughs> Straight up I did the same thing They blew me back man I'm like why is this shit so good And I couldn't stop eating Cause they, they're not that hot But they have just enough heat And you can still taste the cool ranch And it's just It's, it's a perfect combination God damn uh, Okay <laughs> let's, get, let's get to the final question And then we're gonna blast through the rest of these So um I do wanna um Give a very special shout out to One of our favorite people bro Boy Scuba Steve Hey, we love you, bro. Scuba Steve says hi. It's me again. Not sure if we met, but <laughs> he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but which do you enjoy or prefer more? Time skips or flashbacks? Great fucking question, Scuba. Great question, bro. I I've had more issues with flashbacks mm-hmm. than I've had with time skips. Because mm. I feel like flashbacks are so they can be so easily misplaced. Yes. And they can mess up the flow of an anime. Whereas a time skip The thing issue is, is that with a time skip you kinda gotta get a flashback, right? Like the flashback you have to get a time skip you have to get a flashback. Mm-hmm. But with the time skip, you get that whole interval of feeling like the character had an experience without you. And you get to see that unravel without necessarily mm. being there for what they went through to get there. So it saves time, but keeps progression there. And like, for instance, I wish Sabakui Bisco did a time skip looking at how this anime is going right now. I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I hate how this anime is turning out right now. Yep. Spoiler talk. <laughs> spoiler talk. Yeah, we can do this part of the talk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hate how the anime is turning out right now. But um, yeah, time skips. I'm, I'm going to choose time skips over flashbacks. I'm gonna choose which do I prefer more. I prefer flashbacks. Um, I prefer flashbacks is because they, if they're done right, which is very hard to do apparently, they can offer something so v- tangible to the anime itself. So valuable. So very valuable. And when I say this, and I'm coming from a slice of life meathead, slice of life head, slice head. Um. <laughs> I, I watch a lot of Slice of Life. And when, when I think of flashbacks, I think of Clannad. Literally, the show that did flashbacks, the absolute best. The best. Because the season, season one of Clannad is broken up into literally segments of flashbacks for different characters. And they tell a story of the character that then intertwine with the main story of the characters. That's so well done. Like, for instance... He the flashback the uh our main character ha- oh not our main character had but the flashback of his best friend and what he went through and 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 the reason why he is because you fucking hate this kid almost the entire show he's the most annoying kid maybe intentionally well when you watch the flashback it is when you know it's intentional that he's just this fucking irritating ass just annoying kid but when you see his flashback you start to 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 build on his character and you feel. A little bit of sympathy for him. A lot of bit of sympathy, sympathy for him. So, I, I like flashbacks better. Time skips. I had trouble with time skips. And when I think of trouble with time skips, I'm thinking of fucking fairy tale, bro. I fucking hate fairy tale. <laughs> I hate fairy tales. That was the worst fucking time skip I've ever seen in my entire fucking life, man. It was so bad. Like, everybody became the worst version of themselves that got the, the, that got the time skip. 
And then everybody that you wanted to see have a time skip didn't for fucking story reasons. It was stupid. I hated it. So, so funny side note, real quick. As soon as Polo said fairy tale, my camera froze. <laughs> <laughs> my camera was like, I'm not doing this shit no more. <laughs> uh, don't let the internet hear you say that. Oh, wait. Um, oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Good question, Steve. All right, let's fucking blast it because we are already 51 minutes into this episode. Let's go. Um, next up, man, let's let's go to our boy Ash. Oh, oh shit, I'm, I was gonna try to do my British accent. Fuck, I ain't gonna fuck him up again. All right, mate. Fuck, I quit. Um, Are you Australian? <laughs> I don't even get, yeah, I guess. Don't do they both say mate? I think they both say mate, right? Oi! No, that's that's definitely Australian. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's get into this mecca category. God damn it! Now, mecca is a, a genre that we frequent often. Okay, I'm gonna just say this: both of our number one is 86. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that now. It's easy to just get that fucking out of the way. But for number three, tell what is your number three mecca anime? My number three is Evangelion. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, you got me there. Evangelion, the number three. My number three will be. <sighs> this is tough, man. Kogias. Okay, I, I was. Uh, I actually was struggling with putting that in there too. <laughs> Why are you so far away from the mic? I'm sorry. I was struggling to put Kogias in there too because I was thinking Kogias, mm. uh, but I had to put my meathead anime at number two. Mm. I respect it, and that's my um, Gundam build Tri Fighters. Mm, Gundam Build Tri Fighters. Yeah, it's very shonen y, but it's an anime and it's meathead. Over it Orphan like, Blood, Orph- Orphan Blood, whatever the fuck everybody tried to get me to Orphan watch. Blood Orphans was trying to make me cry, and I wasn't trying to cry. I was trying to see people get beat up in giant oh, robots. I see. I see. That's all I cared about, and it looks better than every other animated fight in any other Gundam. I don't care what you do, none of the Gundam fighting animation is good as Gundam <laughs> Build Fighters try. So, period. <laughs> okay. Ash, he can back me up on that. He already know what it is. All right, all right. Ash, let us know. And for me, my number two is Old Noah Zero. Old Noah Zero did uh, so much fucking goodness. And I'm not gonna. I'm gonna roll my eyes when I say this. I got to give the credit to Legal Overdose. Mm-hmm. He he recommends. What's funny is that he still never finished it. By the way. That's why. But he, he recommended it to me. And I watched it. He's like, man, this is one you're going to like, man. This is different, man. You know, it's different. It is. You know, what's funny, though, is, uh, what was it? I was struggling between All No Zero, Code Geass, and Eureka 7, and Evangelion. Eureka 7? Really? Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that show. I loved Eureka 7. I fucking hated everything. Well, again, I'm not a big fan of Mecha. I hated it. I hated everything about it. I thought it was just terrible, but yeah, all no zero is fantastic. Both both versions of it, the fucking the villain, the story was something way deeper than just shooty shooty robots. Um, no offense, giant shooty robots, but it's 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 deeper than that, and it's great. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And then obviously number one, eighty six, eighty six. No fucking questions asked. Chef's kiss. <laughs> all the I'm gonna say it. Perfect anime. I said it. God yeah. damn it. It's I said, God, it. it's, God damn it, man. <laughs> it's a perfect anime. I can't. We're gonna talk about that in this point. It's, it's a perfect anime. Um, fuck, we got one episode left. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's get into this next genre. Hey, Ash, let us know how we did, bro. Let us know your thoughts on our top three mecha. And if you have 
with that with that in mind, with our tastes in mind, let us know what other mecha anime you think we should watch, and maybe we'll we'll maybe we'll bring you on that episode. Let's go. Oh, don't take me with a good time. All right, <laughs> next up, let's do let's do slice of life. Let's All get- right, so this is a genre I'm relatively new to. That, mm. uh, Polo kind of helped me get into. Mm. I didn't watch much Slice Life outside of Hamtaro, mm. so you already know what's I hate you. The number one. That's super nat- <laughs> Hamtaro, supernatural motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slice of life. All right, no, nah, but look, um, my number three slice of life is B Stars. Okay, yeah, you need to watch more Slice of Life, brother. That's fine. I just, really, I really like B Stars. Killing me, Smalls. It was gonna be, it was gonna be that or Odd Taxi, and I just Odd Taxi is really fucking good, but I just like B Stars more. My number three anime is Horimiya. No, oh, yeah, Horimiya, fantastic right. show. His number three anime, period. <laughs> no, okay, Mm-mm. definitely. Uh, my number two is Remake Our Life. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. My number two is my team romantic comedy snafu. I don't think I fuck with this. Thing. I don't know who's on the other side of this podcast. Hey, listen, my team romantic comedy snafu is. Oh my god! This is listen. This category for me is so fucking stacked. It's so stacked, bro. So stacked that the fact that it's number two is insane. That's the greatest compliment you I can possibly give a slice of life. So oh, hold up. Before we get to number one, because I already know what number one is. Mm-hmm. Remake Our Life didn't make top three? No, but it's top this five. Mother- this motherfucker. It's top crazy. five. Dude, wow. my, my list is extensive, bro. I'm going to have to do a full list of Slice of Life for y'all. I'm going to do a fucking video on Slice of Life. Hold up. Yeah, this motherfucker said Horamia. Horamia is great, man. It's just that great. Watch that bullshit. It's um, it's it's the romance, man. I'm a big fan of, of the romance in Horamia, bro. He then he said my team romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. My number one is my team romantic comedy snafu because my god, it's the best slice of life I think I've ever watched in my life, and nothing competes with it. Yeah, and, and I already know what Polos is, but I'm not watching it ever again because it made me cry, and I ain't doing that again. I, it's about it's almost about time for another rewatch, but it's number one is Clanat, and obviously Clanat is is sentimental to me. So that's why it's number one. It's obviously not as I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not as good as my team romantic comedy snafu. It's not, but it's so impactful, so very good to me that I cannot not put it number one in the slice of life genre. Okay, not in my you know in my top five. It's a little you may have to work some stuff around, but it's incredible. But slice of life, man, that is some shit here. That what did you just say? Did you just say Clannad got moved around in your top five? No, no. I mean it did. The one time when I replaced ReZero, when I replaced Clannad with ReZero and just okay. switched, switched those two. Yeah. Mm. When we first did don't, our top five. Hey, don't, don't make any adjustments without without Mm-mm. confronting the console first. See, if you if you listen to epi- <laughs> if you listen to episode one, don't. Of my check waifu waifu, you would have known Clannad was my number one. Said, no. <laughs> don't listen to episode one. <laughs> and then if you uh went to I think it was like fucking I think it was our year two start. We we, we reevaluated that list. It was re-zero. So yeah. yeah, there's that. I mean, there's so much fucking slice of life. I need to do a video on slice of life for y'all. <sighs> I gotta make that video. Yeah, that's our slice of life. That one was easy for me. Yeah. 
That's pretty easy. So so very, very, very easy. Next up is the meat and potatoes. Nah, not really. It's shonen. It's and what we consider shonen is to be the quote unquote mainstream. I hate using the word mainstream because all anime isn't mainstream, but we're just gonna say for the lack of a better term, mainstream shonen shows specifically our top threes. Tell, what's your number three? Uh, fate. Wow! 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 Okay. Full Metal Alchemist number three for me. I'm signing. Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and it's again, it's it's a ten out of ten anime. Okay, I I said it. But as far as my top in my genre, uh, I, I I understand though, you know, because I agree. I think it's a masterpiece, but I don't necessarily absolutely. always include it in like my top five because one hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> Number two. Uh. I guess I don't really know if I can. I put Shibuya of a Fell Knight because it's a shonen. Sure. It fits into that genre. Yeah. That's my number two. Sure. Okay. My number Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. That's, I mean, shit. <laughs> Polo got some, some good ones in his shonen. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm, I wonder what your number one going to be. My number one is Full Metal Alchemist. A respectable, of course, obviously. Number one is, and this is hard. Because I, I don't think the show is that great, but it's it's one of my favorite mainstream anime, and it's Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. It's Demon Slayer, bro. Uh, it's just that good for me. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think definitely mainstream enough fire. And you know what's funny enough is like, I guess Fate was super mainstream Absolutely. when it first kind of hit the hit the, hit the ground running. 100%. But now it's way less mainstream now, like. It's really just but you know what, you know what matters. What's up? You goatable. You go. <laughs> They're right. both you goatable, so you can't. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you can't lose with so either. Just, or. So just so we can recap real quick, Polo's number one horror was another. Mine was Parasite. Uh, Polo's number one Shonen was Demon Slayer. Mine was Full Metal Alchemist. Polo's number one Izakai was ReZero. Mine was ReZero. Polo's number one Slice of Life was Clannad. Mine was My Teen Romantic Comedy. And Polo's number one Mecca was 86 and mine was 86. Mm, mm. Interesting list there, brother. Hey, let us know what y'all think of those lists. Critique us. Yell at us. Be mad at us. Do something. Be angry. Let's uh, let's stir a pot with no spoon. Um, you know how we do. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's get to know. Mike check waifu waifu. This hey, even though this whole episode has about been about you getting to know us, you're gonna get us a little to know us a little bit better. I think it's my turn to read the question and your turn to roll the random number generator. Yes, sir. Okay. How many questions we got when we get there? Good question, bro. The number of questions we have right now is forty four. I'm still upset I forgot to delete one. Twenty nine. Uh the n- question twenty nine. If you can only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? What? One meal. Fuck. Yo, I am not the biggest like food fanatic, but I don't Me think either. I can do that. Um What's what's up with all these food questions? We we are not like big weird food people. We're super picky and I don't know. 
Uh, I know. I know what my answer is. What is it? Go ahead. Ramen. Ramen? Because you could just do so yeah, much different shit. And you can definitely do like a full course meal with ramen. 100%. You could do you could do dried with with just meat and a noodle. Like you could do all kinds of shit with it. You can have your vegetables and everything. Yes. Yes. I actually, I'm, I'm going to rock a polo on that one. Let's do ramen. it. Because you can get your, your protein, yeah, your, your yeah. everything. Yeah. It's a, it's a great it's a great meal to have. Now, before we um go into our break, I just want to give you guys a quick little rundown of my check wife wife. If you managed to get this far in the episode, which is an hour and three minutes into it, uh, I just want to share with you every Tuesday again, this ep- the podcast goes live. OK, the way our podcast is structured. I should have did this at the beginning, but here we are. The way our podcast is structured is that we talk seasonal anime by first giving our episode of the week. So whichever episode, whatever episode we feel deserve the most praise that week or the top episode that week for us for the current season of anime. So for instance, we are still in winter anime. So we gave our top episode this week for the winter anime. Then we gradually talk into either a a topic or a review. We have very in-depth reviews um, before getting into get to know my check waifu waifu. After we get to know my check waifu waifu, we go to break with a song song is usually curated by me. It's mostly lo-fi because that's my favorite genre of music and that's the best music to play while you're listening to a podcast in my personal opinion. I don't think you just fucking jamming up to some, you know, rock and roll is, is the way to go while you're listening to people talk. But that's just, the, I digress. After the music break, we then come back with spoiler talk for the current season of anime. We do specific episodes. We normally discuss, we normally say what the episode we're going to discuss are at the beginning of the podcast so you just know ahead of time i forgot to do that this episode because we got a lot going on but this this week we're going to discuss 86 uh sabiko bisco and aot i guess uh yeah those three so if you've watched those three anime stick around for the pot uh cast even after a music break if you're not, listen to the music and then turn the podcast off and come back when you watch those. So I don't know why my camera's out of focus, but yeah, uh, we'll be right back after this. And thank you so much for listening. Everybody is new. Thank y'all. We appreciate y'all so very much. We'll catch y'all soon.
And welcome back to episode 143, Re3. Wow, what a crazy coincidence. I didn't even think about that. It's 143 and it's Re3 introductions. It's crazy. Uh, welcome, welcome back. We are going to discuss spoilers for AOT. Um, I, I mean, we could go. I mean, this is it was kind of almost just like the manga, kind of. Yeah, uh, from what I remember. Um, a lot, uh, a decent amount of conversation piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we get the the finish kind of ending of that. Uh, the rounding out of that conversation with like how how they're kind of lives bring them to where they are and yeah right yeah um, basically the drama they touched on last episode at the uh, campfire right like, sort of came to an end right um which was cool and, yeah it was cool uh, i think I, I i liked seeing the realization that like obviously both sides are wrong in a lot of ways absolutely uh, because that's just what that's what this is supposed to demonstrate, right? Yeah, Marley um, more wrong than than, than Paradis, but you know, right? But like the I, I enjoy the fact that like for instance the Marley in general, or the military man, he I can't remember his name, but he said you know I was blinded basically by his up his rage and you know his upbringing that he couldn't see what was in front of him, mm-hmm. you know that if they were in the same position, maybe they wouldn't have been able to do the same things they did. And, you know, those kind of things. And yeah. it, it was said by other members and whatnot. So I, I like, I enjoyed that because it's a, it's a perspective that everybody's not built the same <laughs> to do the same things. And <clears throat> regardless of upbringing or not, and even if they aren't, if, if they are in the same position, you know, they might not be able to do the same thing because it's just not the kind of person they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like seeing that. And then we got to the, the, I guess the resolve of our our main our, our main group outside of Aaron Yeager because it, it seems that they've kind of given the helm of protagonist to um, Mikasa, Armin, and the, the other uh, lesser characters who <laughs> have also become shallow. And <laughs> yeah. Deathless. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what what uh, I did like though, I will say this: <laughs> I did like the fact that they played to the fact that these people are their people. These people are their people that they've grown up with, that they've, you know, played with, that they train with, that they fought with for many, many, many years. The fact that they played into that heavily was cool. Again, I feel like I say this every week, but I just don't care anymore. So it wasn't as effective as it should have been to me. But I, I think they did that well. So for people that still care about these characters and, and care about the situation that the quote-unquote main characters are in now, I feel like they did a really good job of showcasing their emotion and how their situation that they're in. Like, you could tell they're, they're like, man, fuck. I, like, I can't think about killing these people that I've literally... Like fought, their friends, right? Yeah, like literally fought with for years. Yeah. We so watched like, each other back. We, we did everything to try to protect each other, and now I got to kill them? The thing also comes to the point to, like, um, Connie and Armin make it to like the docks because they're trying to get uh the flying boat which basically. is a helicopter or it's a helicopter i think yeah yeah or blunt one of them two things but either way i think it's a helicopter mm-hmm. but either way right they're trying to get to the flying boat and um as they get there they're, they're you know accosted by two friends basically they don't want to cause any drama but you know shit's gonna happen when you got jaegerist versus everybody else mm-hmm. um 
Jaegers are about action and they trying to stop anybody who get in their way. And essentially we get like a little flashback of like these characters being friendly, you know, short flashback friendly back back in the day. Mm-hmm. They are friends. I love how and, short it was, by the way, because it wasn't necessary. Right. right. And we see uh <laughs> we see Armin take two. One to the chest and two. one to, like, through the mouth. It's like four. <laughs> well, I mean, it was two immediately. That's true. It was two, right? No, yeah, he, he had two in his in his sternum area, and then two in his yeah. jaw. Yeah, I thought he got shot that third time afterwards. Mm-mm. Okay. Bow, bow, um, bow, bow. Yeah, it's like three. But yeah, so arming full of bullet holes, and um, you know. He he didn't transform because I'm assuming he didn't want to kill anybody, and that, that's and he would have broke the plane, too. To I mean, be fair, I, I get that, but let's colossal. also <laughs> let's also talk about this real quick. The issue I have here is that like I feel like there's a lack of resolve amongst certain characters like Armin. Armin has always been resolveless since the first time he got eaten. No growth. <laughs> no growth. He he has been soft as a fucking cookie you put in milk and let sit there in your <laughs> cereal bowl before you eat it. Uh, and I and that goes into the point that you mentioned and that we normally mention frequently on most episodes. The show, the, these characters that we're with and been with for all these years, are so gutless, are so depthless, are so just they all lack growth. The only person that ever grew was Aaron, obviously. For obvious reasons, like he's the focal point of the story, and he he grew in a different direction. Absolutely, right? like Aaron. He was the character with a ton of depth and range as the main character, and yep. everyone else seemed like they were trying to get depth and range around him. And he went to that that mono straight straight ahead character as things progressed. Bro, Connie has more depth than Armin. And that's For just because sure. his change of his change of character when he was about to feed Falco to his mama. Mm-hmm. But Connie also been he been talking the same game since last season. Facts. He was saying, "Look, my mom is a titan, and that's all I can care about right now." Facts. And that feels, I guess, more human than anything else. Armin should have flipped the fuck out by getting shot in the mouth. Yeah, teeth he, missing, like cracked up and. I would have thought he would have automatically changed because I thought that's how that worked when they're in a. Well, they, can, they can control it now. Like when they, it's they have to be in like a state of pain to to go, but they don't have to. Like if they was if he was a new Titan shifter, he would automatically just that's what switch. I thought. Okay, he don't have a choice. Okay, okay. Because he don't know how to control it, but after some training, you know, you can be like, all right, I, I forgot take about that. Yeah. Pain. That's cool. But even so, right? You're you're staring your friend, your supposed friend, in the face. Who just blew three shots into you, bro? True. Just shot you three times, and one of them was in the mouth. Not, e- not even like he tried to not shoot you in the head. He right. tried to kill you, bro. Straight up, left for dead. And yeah, you look like a zombie, and you sitting there. <laughs> just and I feel it. He ain't got to fully because sh- we, you know, we know they don't have to fully shift. We've we've seen it. They don't have to fully turn into his colossal titan. He can do like a partial transformation where it's just like an arm, and and he can heal himself in the in the meantime. But like, bro, got shot in the face. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's I, what we we cool with that, Armin. What did you think of the um the backup when it came when Annie and and Rainer pulled up and was fucking bodying people? I think uh, it looked cool in terms of like positioning and whatnot. Uh. 
Annie's recovery, and I mean, this didn't make any sense to me in the in the manga either. But how fast Annie was able to recover and get back into fighting after years, right? Like, because we do know that obviously she was insufficiently fed and surviving in the chrysalis, right? And we don't know the exact extent of how that how that works, but we do know she was deplenished and like her recovery was was a day. Oh, Maybe, she's a, it, she's a titan though. So when yeah, that, I mean, but that doesn't account for hunger. You know, like titans still got to eat, right? The only titan we know that can live or stay in titan form and, and suffice that way is the car titan, and that's the car, because the car titan can last for months mm-hmm. in that form. The other titans, as far as we know, they can't last that long in that form. Yeah, I, I never really. I, I just thought about their rapid regeneration as to how she recovered. She ate a lot, so. I mean, she ate about all them pies and shit. So I figured, as long as she gets su- sufficient nutrients, her Titan powers will kick in and just heal her up. Yeah, adequately. I, I guess. I, I guess to me, it just didn't make sense. It didn't seem I right. Like, I, I I associate like actual sustenance different mm. than I like associate actual physical bodily harm. I see. You know. Yeah. Because like the you think about how the Titans repair themselves. Like we know that the Titans essentially come out of steam and, and thin air, right? Uh, but like your body, even though the Titan form heals you, like how you actually sustain your body is still different because your body got to operate inside of the Titan form. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I never understood where the Titans fucking came from. Didn't get it. Never got it. It's supposed to be, you know, your mere magic and shit like that. But it's still like it's 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 still weird. Yeah, very. right. Because it literally that, it's formed from nothing. And that's why I think like. They, they, I know they talked about a bit of it before, but like the original Titans, that's why their their bodies are actually a lot lighter than you would normally think because of the fact that they're mostly water and air. Yeah, so you strange, know? so strange. But yeah, my my point to, point is basically, I just think that her recovery is a little weird. But yeah, they, I think I I wasn't mad at how it looked. I think it looked better than their other like three D. Yeah. It almost didn't feel three. It felt like they took a book, took a page out of somebody else's book for a change. Yeah, um, I, I still prefer the wit Annie. I just think mm-hmm. she looked cleaner. I think the wit art style period is cleaner. But I will say Mappa is doing a fantastic job of staying adequately accurate to the manga art, yeah, which they, was never pretty. Well, yeah, I'm and, and it. I I think in a lot of cases this looks better than the manga art because. Mm. If you I don't, I don't if you look at the manga art, it was a little bit more stylistic. Yes, yes, I agree. This is more more zoned in, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I still think this looks really for the most part it looks good, but it's still like it's it's a little bit better than the manga in my opinion. Yeah, and again, that's not saying much because the manga kind of looks like shit. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it looks fine, but it it just I don't know. It's just not clean. I, it feels scratchy to me personally. Uh, I agree intentionally. I think maybe I think that's just yeah. his art style. Which that's I my favorite art style personally, but I just don't think it looks good. Like it, I don't think the scratchiness is what makes it look weird. It's the actual stylistic choice mm-hmm. of like the shaping of the characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sometimes it doesn't look. It doesn't look exactly. like what he was actually trying to portray. Exactly right. Yeah. Hey, what Mappa did was they uniformed it. Right. Right. Which is cool. Uh. Yeah, it was a good episode. I my question is my final question on Attack on Titan is how the fuck are they gonna wrap this up? They got two episodes. Is that enough? Yeah, they about to rush the fuck out of this. Yeah, it's just about to be rushed in the motherfucker. 
Next episode, they're gonna pull up on Aaron. Aaron gonna be like, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna pull up on him the first time. Shit gonna go south for you know who. They're gonna pull up on him twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gotta go. You gotta, one episode. You think they're gonna do that one? They don't have a choice. How much time do we have? Yeah, I mean, we're, we know it's gotta be ten hours of flashback in the first episode in this in the final episode. We're skipping the city, right? Like we're not going back to that. We're not going Bro, yeah. to the little kid they, that was supposed to be there, and they're skipping everything. It, and I'm not saying everything, but if anything, they're gonna touch on it so manga readers can be like, "Oh, okay, that happened." With a light but little flashback, not, probably, yeah. Right, they're not even gonna show us everything. Yeah, there's no I, fucking I, way. I, I guarantee they're gonna pull up on Aaron, fall back, and they're gonna make it make the fallback seem like a short term fallback, and pull up on Aaron a second time. After everybody kind of steals themselves, they we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah, because they still got to do that, and yeah, fuck, this is gonna be bad. I think. Let's not talk too much about you know spoilers and shit. True, 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 true. Oh my goodness, what you want to go to next, bro? Uh, Sapikoi Bisco, bro. All right, so just man, overall thoughts, top layers. The reason I have an issue with traveling sequences. Is because it makes this kind of thing feel so awkward. There was so much like I feel like they could have done in between this mm-hmm. that made this feel less rushed, right? Because it seemed like a montage, don't it? Yeah, it just seemed like things are just happening, and you're like, it almost feels like I'm not keeping up with this week to week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally watching this week to week, and I, I turn on this episode, I'm like, what the? Yeah, fuck is yeah. Going? Come I on. definitely felt that. It, it it is it was mad uh jarring but um i i i, I like bisco i think you i like. think it, <laughs> i mean i hate oh, yeah. i hate that that happened the way that it happened to be honest and i agree i wholeheartedly agree especially with like what, what was the whole point of this journey if we're making this rust eater potion and you have for him to rust to death anyway bro it doesn't make any fucking sense okay listen how did they have more they they had to have more or did they he, had to have more they had to have more it was multiple instances where he was supposed to take it and he just didn't because he was supposed to be giving it to somebody else who didn't necessarily need it mm-hmm. and you know, like he was supposed to be giving it to the sister, right? Yeah. The sister wasn't doing anything. We 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 know that apparently being active and fighting or not accelerates how fast this thing spreads. We know he literally just recently got shot in the stomach by this. Right. Just recently. So like he was shot a few times actually. But Yeah. But it's still like the principle is like how fast is this shit spread for it to be that right. serious when it's other people who got it all the way to up to their fucking necks and faces. And they already, they not even having the same effects. Yeah, very inconsistent. Yeah. Because he's fucking, he started falling apart literally hours later. Um, it, it seemed, it, it made me feel to the point of like rushed, like they were trying to rush his, his death. Yeah, because I don't think they were confirmed for season two, to be honest. And I mean, after seeing that, I wouldn't have confirmed it for sure. I'd been like, all right, yeah. Well, maybe they did that because they weren't, but I, either still, the show is called Sabakoi Bisco, and you kill him. Well, it, well like that—that's that, not my problem. That's my—it's <laughs> it's my major problem because it's, it doesn't—it doesn't even hold any fucking gratification in any way. Because yeah, obviously, like you said, everything was 
rushed and montaged. So his training with a bow, how did fucking Milo get so good with the goddamn bow? I there were so many different places they could have went with this that was cool that they just decided to shock and awe, you know? Yeah. My issue with Sabakui Bisco's death is that he died in a vat of molten rust. <laughs> um alongside the person he's supposed to kill. Mm-hmm. And he gives this cheesy line, I'll always be your friend, I'll always love you. Yeah, it was and, black. And I'm just like It was so quality too. Yeah, it, it, I'm just like y'all could have y'all could have done better by this character, right? Like the the issue I have is like now is this is this the panda dude story now? Mm-hmm. And does he end this final episode or because it's it's not just a final episode, like it's like what a few more episodes left. Yeah, that's what I thought. So the remainder of this anime is is not even pertaining to Sabakui Bisco. <laughs> There's three and, more episodes. And what they could, what they should have done is like for an anime about him, if he's gonna die, let him land the the actual final blow on something that seems like right, right? Like where where else can this anime go? Are we really just at this point where I'm glad I didn't choose it in my sleeper now? <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> because now I'm just like I don't know what what the fuck's going on, bro. That's all I can say. It was so weird, man. Everything felt. It was so good up until episode maybe eight, seven. I felt like maybe yeah, it was seven or eight. Seven or eight. Some some about when I think it was when Sabakui and 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 Pawo. It was when the sister met, met up. Yeah. Yes, when they were fighting it for two seconds, and then all of a sudden we're friends. Like it was very weird, and I think we touched on that on previous episodes of this podcast. But it was a very weird interaction that just felt. Unbecoming yeah, and, and of what this show was about was good, but it was that moment that, that was kind of like off-putting. Like that doesn't seem. And then we just kept having moments like that. We just kept having different moments like that put together, and I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It, it was this is a good show. It was a good show. Well animated, great storytelling up into that part. I don't think. I think the death could have been done way better. Like if they're gonna kill him, cool, cool. Let it let it be the last episode in a big fucking fight. I'm getting shot with seventeen fucking arrows, like uh, you know Tony Montana or something right. like that. Like if we gonna let him rust to pieces, let those arrows take some chunks out. Oh, like, why he still? It look, yeah. Why he still firing his last shot or something? Like you know, this was just. Let him. I would. You know. I, and I was thinking like, if he ain't got fingers, he gonna use his fucking mouth to pull that bow back. What if he and, come back to life? I will be so mad. Oh my <laughs> God, I'm going to be so pissed. And I, I see it happening, bro. I see it happening. Like the rust eater made him immune to molten rust or some bullshit. I swear, bro. If it happens, oh I will be so mad. God. And it, it, this anime will literally go down as the second worst anime I've ever watched. I swear. Stop. It, it so, yeah, you know that can't be good. What, what, what good? You're right, though. You're right. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Tell me, what instance can you think of of him coming back after that? After fingers and everything else falling to pieces and him melting in a, in molten rust. So we know he can get a robot arm. Okay, so the, so the whole arm thing being gone, that's cool. That's fine. But him melting in the entire vat of rust is the problem. Unless there's no way. There's no <laughs> that's way. That's what I'm saying. He did. If he come back, I'm sorry. And if Powell is more than slightly upset, I will also be sorry. 
Or she should be upset because her brother is her upset. But how much she? I would I would have liked them to have a relationship. That shit would have been cool. But it it's so it much been more developed. It should have been more. Yes, one hundred percent. But that would have been so cool. That they could have skipped so that cool. kid. They could have skipped that kid shit. Yes. They could have skipped that little scene where she went to go and she got caught up with them old people. Very weird. They, they could have skipped all kind of stuff and just said, you know what? Let's build this Let's relationship out. Build stuff in this story. That would have been so cool, man, for her to be. They, them to get to know each other to, to develop a relationship they start traveling together actual and then the climax of the story happens and then it's this big fucking battle she's trying her best to protect her sister or her brother and now Bisco and all of a sudden five five he gets fucked up protecting her saving her while she's protecting her brother it would have been so it could have been so good and yet here we are alas we gonna finish it alas and we show gonna, maybe ass <laughs> and we gonna let y'all know what we think <laughs> uh, you know what I'm sad about? What's up? We got two episodes of my dress up, darling. But hear me out, bro. Fucking gold. That show is great. It's I love so how they do like the angle angles, especially when like uh when she zoom when she's like focusing on Gojo. And I, she's like looking at him and he bro. he's like the focal point, everything in the back is like this gone beautiful, almost like it, it but it's not completely gone. No, it's it's an it's abstract like, like, it's like softly painted yes. background that's that's blurred out like it's with a camera and it's just so it's nice. But it, but they also they they what they never do, and I love that they never do is they never take away the movement from the background. Mm-hmm. There's still movement in the background when they do this, and it's just I love it. so good. It's so good. I did want to mention. I know we ain't talking about this in spoiler talk. We should have, but I love how Maureen is or was when it came to that. I I can't I can't be a part of this cosplay. She's like, what? No, I can't do this. Without. It was just it just it killed me, bro. I can't do mm-hmm. this without you. Why would you say that? And then when he mentioned it was because basically. Lack of a better word, the underboob situation. He is yeah. overthinking. She, the relief that came from Maureen was so good. Something about these. This fucking anime is great, bro. It's great. Yeah, bro. It's great. All right, now she was about to be devastated. By the way, she but, was. Right. She was about to That's lose her, her entire soul. I just love. I I love him. I just love. I just love it. Okay. All right. Yeah, bro. <laughs> now, as far as probably one of the greatest shows. Ever bless my eyes. Podcast as well. True. 86, man. I think this might be our second 10 out of 10 anime. This this episode, bro. Unbelievable. Episode? Blew me back, bro. Man, Chill- was- I'm I, I tell. I swear to God, I had chills. The arms on my hair was like fucking. You could braid them motherfuckers. They was about as long as your hair. They were so fucking. I had so many chills. So much. Oh. Y'all heard Polo. The arms on his hair. He had arms growing out of his hair. (laughs) You know what I mean. God damn it. It was that fucking good. Yo. No. I I agree. From from beginning to like. Because my chills went away after I saw like the major. Mines didn't. They fucking and, and stood up even harder. And when, and right. And I'm getting chill. Think about it. But <laughs> when they, when she did come, I didn't have chills anymore because it was like excitement. Like, oh my god, this is about to be a thing. But it was like 
they didn't give us that. <laughs> I hate to say it like this. It almost felt like they blue ball. Yes. <laughs> but I was okay with it. I was okay. I was fine. Like, I can, I can deal with this. But I was still, I was in my mind. I'm like, oh no, they're not going to give it to us. They're not going to let us have it. They're not going to let us have this, man. Oh my gosh, bro. But the music. The music, man. The animation. Animation. Uh, the, the, the symbolism in like, the, the the transfer of the gun and like letting the gun go and then like I don't know if you saw it but the hand like uh the 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 morpho the guy who's in who is the morpho he like took his hand and he didn't like he was like this he like pulled the trigger but it was like there's nothing in his hand and I'm like yo this anime is too fucking good bro they did they did sixteen by nine widescreen which is also phenomenal twenty one twenty one by nine widescreen which and is you phenomenal. saw how they transitioned out of it to like yes yes that shit was hard so I was like I know Polo gonna like that part <laughs> you know that was my shit man I'm like oh my god that Nashville Lost in Space both did that so well but listen man this show was mostly expression based everything that happened was based off of Shin's expressions the emotion that you feel from his expression was what gave me the most chills everything that happened from him realizing that that's the major to the major saying what she said at that moment that made him realize that that was her his expression change was some of the most incredible animation i think i've seen in many many fucking years and and i'm not even it wasn't even anything special it wasn't even about the fucking movement it was the facial expression animation which we never get a lot of well Mm -hmm. technically we do but it's always it's always rough and just it's anime you know it, it you know that expression that anime does when they change expressions it just happens this was a subtle from one moment to from one expression to the next to the next to the next and it, it was all different and it was just, you just felt the pain and not even necessarily pain but the joy and the relief that he had especially when his fucking comrades pop back up on the radio bro I almost teared the fuck up, bro. Almost bro, cried same. because, and same. it was, and it was okay. Like I'm okay with the fact that they didn't die. I'm okay. Call it plot arm, call it whatever the fuck you want. The fact that they didn't die was what made this episode so fucking incredible. Because this show does a great fucking job of building these credible, incredible characters to making them a piece of just. And they're this, also the best. Yes, you know they're the best of the best. Yes, um, you know they 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 thought you know we gotta survive because we can't leave Shin behind. That whole conversation about like that whole talk about what he went through and seeing them die in his mind and him thinking he is the only one left and how everybody keeps leaving him and that's why he came to this battlefield to kind of do what he did because he knew everyone was leaving him and he did that that it was that expression that the major is there. And his friends come back through the intercoms and he realizes that they didn't leave him, that he was not alone, even though he thought and this that whole expression time, changed, bro. that was it. And, you know, they, they even said, we didn't leave you. Yep. We didn't leave you. And yep. that shit was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro, you can go ahead and have it. They were go the have like, 86. <laughs> they, they were, like you said, the best of the best. There's nothing like everything that they did was in their respective wheelhouse it made sense for them to leave it made sense for the sniper chick to be back fucking them up with her gun it made sense for oh uh the droid boy to be where he was and for our one chick to be where she was and they made it out because again they're the best of the best not to mention that they also had backup the federation was still coming we thought we thought we lost them but no they were still there 
they made it too. It's just, it's a, it, the show, the show's expression of just dread and you, you feel what Shen feels. You understand what Shen is going through. And even though he's like, it's crazy. It's like, <laughs> he's, <laughs> his mood is Mikasa like, but yet he's so much more, he's so, so much, much more emotion to him. Yeah. He's, he's just so much more because you understand where he came from. You know, it's, ugh, unbelievable show. This show is just fucking incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. And, and, while we understand like the the drive of of this character right like mm-hmm. initially his drive was one thing to slay his brother mm-hmm. and then we we saw them go off into nothingness and where we thought they were going to die and then they come back and then they essentially like their only goal at this point right now that we knew of was that they just wanted to fight because they didn't want to be sedentary they didn't want to sit down and not do anything and they go into this battlefield. We know Shin's goal is to die on the battlefield. Yep. He doesn't want to be left alone. And just just to kind of see that progress to this, um, to see him talk to his friends and know, like, I saw them. I talked to the major, and they're like, "What did she look like?" And this kind of stuff. He's like, "I didn't see her." <laughs> yes, you did. He's lying. You saw her, bro. You saw her. You just, you just, you just too in it right now. Um, <clears throat> I feel like. This is the closest we've been to Shen. Hold up. <clears throat> this is the closest we've been to Shen saying, I have a reason to live now. Yes. And that is a, a marking point or a point we can get to in this anime. And if if he says that himself, I will I will probably shed a tear. I will probably uh, fucking cry too. Not I, don't, I, don't, I don't even need to shed a tear to say this is probably a perfect anime, but this show uh the the progress we've seen not just from shin but just from the entirety of the show itself even the war like if you treat the war like a character it It has a character progress itself right um the entirety of the show the progress of how this show has gone uh it's given us a lot to kind of look at in terms of oh yes man morality uh whether it be from treating others like like nothing and having them fight a war for you to treating people like they've worked too hard and now they can't do this to you know letting them just do what they want to do right let these people do what they feel is best and uh let them develop and grow this anime has it has a lot in it to digest and it's crazy i can't wait i can't wait for this final episode but i can wait because i don't want it to be over what's best about this is the fact that how it started it started off with the major you knew nothing about 86 until midway through the first quarter of the season. Then you get to the 86 and then you go back to major. Then you get back to the 86 and then you got them together and together being relative. She's still in her thing and 86 doing anything, but you got them infused together in the same story. Then you don't have the major at all. You just have 86. And then up until that point, you have the major for one episode. Then she's gone. You think she's dead. There's no way she could have made it out of that. Then you got the 86 again. They're fighting this fucking losing battle over and over and over until they have a way they can possibly win. And then when they finally win, you think it's over. You think all that's left is Shin. And I fucking somehow made it out alive still. 
when I initially came here to die. But then you have the major. And it pops back up with the major. And you see the major is fucking owning shit. She's the queen, brother. She's the queen. And shit is getting ran through her. And then you have the last fucking episode. This show is fucking incredible. My question to you, Tell, the final question I'm going to leave off with. Fuck a recap. Fuck any of that. What do you think is going to happen on the last episode of 86? I'm scared. Uh, I have no idea, bro. I think that... I think Shen is still going to die. Interesting. What? I, I think he's still gonna die. I can't. I can't I can't have that. I don't I don't think he wants to die, but I think he's still gonna die. I don't know what it is. I'm scared. Hmm. <laughs> so you still think they got some fight to fight? Yeah, I don't think it's completely over yet. It's one episode. Yeah. Time skip? I mean I think they gotta heal. They're fucked, they're fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't think I think what we what we saw is that they were all back at camp, right? Yeah, like yeah. They were back at camp. Oh yeah. I back don't at know camp, what, broken arms. I don't want Shin to die, obviously. But you think it's gonna happen? Hmm. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't even want to. I don't want to speculate. I'm gonna be honest with you. I got. I just want to. I just want. I don't want to turn the episode on and just watch it. <laughs> I, what I, you think? What's gonna happen? I just think. I just think sometimes a happy ending is too is too much. No, I think a happy ending is absolutely what this show deserves and what it um, needs. No, it's relative, right? Mm-hmm. I just think that a happy ending is is what the show can use, and it wouldn't yeah. be it wouldn't be tacky to me. Like it'll be nah. a it'll be an astronaut in space situation. It'll be the end that needs it needs to be. But I will say this: this is probably gonna be the last thing I'm gonna say. Don't think this is the end of '86. I think season one is done. I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike Check, 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 check. Love that '86 is back. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.